Uh, good morning and welcome to Wanda's Picks, a black arts and cultural program of the African Sisters Media Network. And we're so excited um, this morning to be speaking to Miss um, Kathy Adams. Uh, she is joining us to talk about black economics in the age of a pandemic. Plus, we want to catch up on the wonderful, powerful women luncheon last Friday. Uh, it was a virtual uh, version of uh, what has become a long tradition. What which, which year was it um, for you, Kathy, um, last yes, Friday? This was the, it was the 12th annual uh, Powerful Women of the Bay. And, mm-hmm. you know, Wanda, we're so excited because we actually had 437 people registered and we ended up with um, little 300 people virtually. So uh, we had a great mm-hmm. time. And you mentioned the pandemic a year ago. We just made the cut to do the 11th annual in-person luncheon at Scott, and a few mm-hmm. days later, that's when the governor called for a shelter in place. Oh, wow. Wow. We made it by uh, hair. Uh, we wasn't the mandatory <laughs> mask at that point. Um, it was, you know, we was in the midst of COVID. People were talking about it. And mm-hmm. I think that was like around the March 12th because it was, you know, it was our March 13th yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Right around yeah. the same time. And wow. So I yeah. Almost a year to the day. Almost mm-hmm. a year to the day. We had talked to Scott's restaurant. They made sure that they had the food set up differently, making sure you didn't have bread baskets. We had sanitizer mm-hmm. on the table. And I told everybody mm-hmm. when they come, just do a fist bump, you know, hit the leg, mm-hmm. you know, the little foot like yeah. kid and play or something. But mm-hmm. basically we got through it. Yeah, it is the change of times, you know, with the pandemic. So we were very blessed to have people to come on. It was very engaging. Uh, we already have it uploaded on our YouTube page, Now Powerful Women of the Bay. So people need to check it out. It was a wonderful uh, program, all the women. It represents a diverse group of women, and we primarily have this event, you know, to honor innovators, entrepreneurs, and women with creative minds and trailblazers throughout the Bay Area. So it's a diverse group of women because we really want to hear all stories, and there are so many women that are doing such great things in the Bay Area. Yeah, yeah, and um, you were honored as well. How how does and then well, um, Louise was honored, and um, and then Sandra Varner. Uh, I was just looking, you know, when I uh, when yes, I saw the list because every year Varner. I see the list. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Sandra Varner, uh, her award was very significant. Lanise Jones is actually our community partner, which is our fiscal agent, and um, she has a tile, which is the Training Institute for Leadership Enrichment, and basically Mm -hmm. it provides programs to develop and implement a generation of African-American leaders. And so uh, Sandra Bonner, you remember our beloved Dr. C. Diane Howell. Yes, yes. Dr. Howell basically was um, entrepreneur, and she did so much, you know, for our community, and we wanted her name and legacy to live on, so we actually named the award after Dr. C. Diane Howell that had the black business listing, remember? 
Yeah, yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. <laughs> of course, of course. Yeah, that was big. And and she would honor honor women too. I remember um I was honored and um and there were like I don't know, there weren't a hundred of us, but there were quite a few of us. <laughs> and it was it was yes, at well, the you know, she did really it was at the convention center. Uh, hmm? Yeah. Absolutely. And basically she did it where she did like the top 100 leaders in the Bay. And I remember mm-hmm. a couple of events that she actually had there, which actually worked very well. I, I mean, I, we can't say enough about Dr. Howe. No, uh-uh. we, can't no we can't say enough about her. Mm-hmm. So um, I hadn't even known um, uh, Dr. Howe's name was connected to your luncheon award uh, your awards luncheon until I don't know what I was looking at. I saw something. I said, "Oh, see <laughs> Diane Howe. Wow, this is really awesome." Because I mean, I think you're the president of the African American Chamber of Commerce too. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. Right. Yes, and I didn't know that either. I'm like, I just know that you just <laughs> you're always working. Like you work. Like you don't sleep. Like I just get all these <laughs> emails about things that are happening, things that you are behind. Similar to Lene, she doesn't sleep either. I think Sandra sleeps because I don't see her. <laughs> well, here, here's the good news. What, look, here's the good news. Because I think it's important, you know, for people to know that the, someone asked me the other day, they said, well, Kathy, how do you do it? I said, I do it because I get energized by helping businesses, being women, and just with the Oakland African American Chamber of Commerce, it's about advocating for these businesses. Our businesses have had such touch, such, such tough times. And like I told somebody, I got through the whole year of the pandemic because it's still here, but I got through the entire year. And when they said on the news and I realized that we've been in this for a year, I guess I was so busy focused on helping businesses. Uh, I don't know if you heard, but Oakland African American Chamber of Commerce, we created the Resiliency Relief Grant Program, raised over $1.1 million in 90 days, and we gave over 200-plus grants to businesses. And um Barely most were members of the chamber, but everybody who got the grant had to be a member of the chamber. But at the, at the end of the day, we did all of that through the pandemic. Um, also, 2020, the Chamber of Commerce, we won the U.S. Black Chamber of the Year Award. And I was so excited about that because I started at the chamber in 2019. And this is a quick story, one, but I think it's just so ironic when we believe in ourselves and we say stuff and we believe it with conviction. I attended the U.S. Black Chamber of Commerce convention in August of conference in 2019 of August in D.C. I was there with one of my board members. And what happened is the New Orleans Black Chamber of Commerce won Chamber of the Year. And all of them was up on the stage and I looked at my board member, Tammy, who's the treasurer, and I said, Tammy, I said, we're going to be up there next year. Now, mind you, I hadn't even barely been president for a month. And when I took on this job, 
I worked hard. And, you know, I'll always keep it 100. People would be saying, well, the chamber, black chamber is not doing anything. I was like, not on my watch. And so every day I get up, chamber, I advocate for our businesses. Um, The city of Oakland had a disparity study around the issues around black and minority businesses not doing contracts. We urged for them to release the study, had a press conference. I will say that Mayor Libby Schaff has stepped up. She convened a focus group with us to meet with on a monthly basis to make sure that those changes are implemented. So I tell people all the time we can complain about the issues and what's going on, but we got to continue to lift our voices, and we have to lift our voices for the people that can't speak for themselves, uh, businesses that can't advocate or fight for themselves. And I'm just committed to making a difference in the city of Oakland and in the lives of others. I tell people it's not about me. You will never hear me say, well, you know I'm the president. You know, that crap is for the birds. Whatever position I think people have, you have to be able to give back in the community, and you have to be able to give back and help others. And I would be remiss, Wanda, if you haven't heard one of our iconic um, leaders in the Bay Area, Ms. Joaquin, um, founder and owner of Everton Jones, uh, passed yes. away yesterday. And I want to no, tell I you that. that. Yes, and I want to tell you, so we're keeping her family, entire family, in prayer. But I mm-hmm. will say to you, Powerful Women started 12 years ago, and it started with the help of Dorothy King. Mm-hmm. I went to Dorothy King and said right after the 100 Black Women, Madam C.J. Walker luncheon, or however mm-hmm. it had taken place, and I said, hey, Dorothy, I need to do something that represents a diverse group of women. Uh, Madam C.J. Walker only honors African American, um, um, you know, African American women, and I wanted mm-hmm. to do something around Women's History Month that included a diverse group. And I said, Miss Dorothy, I want to do this event. I don't have any money. I want to have it here. I know we'll fundraise some money and be able to pay for the building afterwards. But right now I want to do this. And I said, can you do a, Can you be a sponsor? And Ms. Dorothy said, now how are you going to come to my restaurant and sell me my own restaurant back? You don't have any money. <laughs> you ask me for sponsorship so I can give you the money for you to turn back around and pay for the rental and the food. So that was all a little running joke. But powerful women of the day, <laughs> had it not been for Ms. Dorothy King, I don't know if we'd have been on this trajectory. She gave us an opportunity, and that's what life is about, is being able to help individuals see their dreams. I tell people, don't misunderstand what I'm saying. When you have a vision, you got to have a plan because it's not anybody's responsibility to fund our dreams. But if you're so lucky that someone believes in you and understands that you're going to do a good job and you're going to make sure that you serve the people, then those individuals definitely will step up to help you. Mm-hmm. Right. Sounds just like Miss King. Wow. Yeah, I remember. Um, you know, she did a whole lot of work around uh, housing insecurity, and uh, yes, she was. She would take over. She would take over property, and they would just be there for months 
and months <laughs> until <laughs> until um you know the folks that own the property either got up <laughs> you know and started doing something or or the people who were squatting you know who were doing the takeover was had property yes well, and this was before anybody was doing it was like he she was like the original occupy movement Oh, yes, yeah, exactly. Yes, indeed, because I remember when we did with the Occupy Oakland, all of her, uh, especially her daughter, uh, Nina, who's doing a lot in the community, especially Mm -hmm. her, she was definitely um, there fighting for the people in all of our inequities. So, uh, I mean, that's what we need right now, Wanda. That's exactly, you know, what we need. And they continue, like when the restaurant closed at night, they still do that. I've gone down there before, you know, before the pandemic, and it would be mm-hmm. open, and I'd wait for Nina, and we'd go do whatever we were going to do, and there would be a bunch of people waiting outside, and they would plate up all the food that was left, and I think they still do that and give it to the homeless people that show up. They actually know mm-hmm. them by name, and that's what's so important that when we're working with, um, you know, I just call them people that get on hard times and, and have a shortfall that let's learn when we speak to them, particularly if you're at a restaurant, try to learn their name. You don't know how important it is just to be able to say, you know, how you doing and call somebody's name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it is really important to be able to call a person by um, the person's name because um, it means that, for one, you've taken out the trouble to actually see the person. Oh, absolutely. And 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 just just by calling the name, it sort of calls that person's presence or existence into being, because you know as long as you're like <clears throat> a concept, <laughs> you don't exist. Well, yeah. Even when yeah, even when we were actually you know I'm also the president of my missionary society at BB Memorial, and mm-hmm. they've been fortunate enough to do meals. <clears throat> and I think it's still going on. And I know they did it from, like, you know, November to around February. Then it got extended. And I know a couple of Saturdays. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to go down there every single Saturday, but I did volunteer a few Saturdays. And then I remember <laughs> the time that I would go out there to feed our homeless, and we would give them food. And I was like, hey, this food is great. You know, it looks good. It tastes good. And what is your name? Mm-hmm. I said, would you like to have a meal today? And they said, absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know, and I said, well, what about one of your friends? You know, uh, take it to them because, like I tell people, if you're giving away stuff, you don't give anybody anything that you don't want that you would eat. That's, so I that's think, right. just like I said, we want to be able to make sure that they have dignity. And, and it comes up a lot, Wanda, and, and, and I don't have all the answers, but I'm hoping that, wherever we can step in at, you know, as a chamber, Um, because it does. I will tell you that even though I wake up happy every day, it is overwhelming sometimes, you know, when things happen. And one of your members who's an engineer just bought his first truck for his business, had his tools, parked his car, truck, Mm -hmm. for maybe about a block or two from where he lives, so happy, and somebody stole the truck. Oh, no. Always. 
Really? Yeah, somebody stole the truck, and, you know, he's an electrical engineer, and, and I'm trying to figure out, you know, how we can do a GoFundMe or something with him to help him, only because when things happen, you know, the chamber is still a nonprofit, and we just don't have a whole lot of money. That's why we're trying to raise a lot of money. And then mm-hmm. I will say this. You can't hold it to me, Wanda, but I'm praying very hard, and hopefully soon we can make mm-hmm. a decision to do Resiliency Relief Grant 2.0 and try to raise another million dollars because our businesses are still struggling. Yes, most of them are still in business. They haven't called me to say that they're not in business. They mm-hmm. still need money. You know, mm-hmm. people got families and all of this homeschooling. Uh, they, I know the schools are coming back slowly, but just imagine all of the work that these families got to do with their children. And I was on a call. I have a monthly call that we just started uh, with the, the mayor, Libby Shaft, and I was happy that I can't name the school, but they gave out 25,000 computers oh. to um, families in need. And they had a press conference where they gave out number 25,000 the last student to get the computer. And like I say, it's so easy when we start talking about what we're doing. Life is not going to be perfect. Um, I look at the Black News Channel, and you get so dialed in, and you get on that 24-7, and sometimes you have to take a break. And I say when you talk about economic development and when you talk about housing, we know that the inequities are there, and I just know that we're doing our best to try to take a leadership role and work with the powers that be. Because, like I said, if I had a magic wand, nobody would be hungry and there would be no homeless people. And I was driving yesterday down the freeway, and I saw this person working, uh, walking on the freeway with a bag, and I was talking to my sister, Patricia, who's in Mississippi, and I said, Lord have mercy. I said, they have made the world so bad sometimes. I wanted to pull over to give this man a ride, but you, you, you're so afraid now. Even you want to help everybody, and there's so much mental illness going on, and you just don't know. And, uh, you know, I had to not put my – it was raining pretty hard, so I probably would have put myself at risk trying to pull over to the side anyway. But I just prayed as I saw that person. So like I say that even though it, 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 you, you, you feel bad, just, you know, for everyone that's listening out there, you have to um, you have able to do something, whatever it is. Skip some coffee someday. Skip purchasing meals someday, and maybe do that for homeless people. So, like I said, we won't be able to cure world hunger in a day. But I'll lock it add on to it because, like I said, as the president of the chamber. I don't always have all the answers, but you can rest assured, Wanda, I'll figure out how to get the answers and talk about what we could do because the Chamber, too, is a nonprofit, and we Mm -hmm. have to raise the funds in order to make sure that we can provide. We don't have a lot of staff. We've been fortunate to get a few grants, and, Lord, I'm so thankful for that because it allows us to do more outreach because 
as we touch upon the chamber, you know, we do so much to provide trainings. I mean, how did you feel? Well, you know, you know, because you're smart. But I'm telling you, when it first started with pandemic, trying to do Zoom, somebody into something else, Google <laughs> Meet, Microsoft Teams, and I was like, what just happened to Zoom? I just need to put it in and go. And I'm telling you, I had anxiety. <laughs> and it was a lot of people that wasn't used to this. And, yes, you know, mm-hmm. we all work on the computer. I mean, that's our life every day. I'm on it 24-7. And every time mm-hmm. somebody, and that's why I have to sometimes keep these millennials close because I was like, I ain't got time to look at this. Just tell me how to do it. Give me three steps. You know how you get buy a new phone and then you got a book with 50 pages? It's like, That's uh, right. can I do three? I don't have the bandwidth to do that. So I tell people, I said, don't call us old. We're just getting mature. We're just growing. We're just growing. So I'm saying, so we've been doing <laughs> workshops on social media, Zoom, and everything because oh, people nice. have to pivot. Well, you have to because that's where we're going. And you know how it is. Oh, Miss Kathy, I can't do this. I'm old school. I said, oh, honey, we got to lose that. You got to get with the program because... You know, if you're selling awards or you're selling clothing, you got to do e-commerce. Square has been helping us with that, which has been mm-hmm. wonderful. And basically, if people can't find you, you're not going to be able to make money. So you got to get with the program. You know, people mm-hmm. say, well, I'm not on Facebook. Well, we know Facebook has issues. We understand that. But that's how we communicate. That's how we share news. That's how people mm-hmm. find where you are. Now, whatever else you want to do with Facebook, that's none of my business, but I'm saying it has worked for us, you know, particularly with the with the COVID testing and also with the vaccines. We've been working with a lot of groups, and we've been making sure we roll that information out. Um, I've gotten vaccinated. I've got to do my second shot, and we've just been encouraging people to do it. People have mixed views. I can't comment on how people feel and what they feel their theories are. But I know we got to get out of this pandemic. So I love the progress that we're making thus far. And I want to tell you, too, and you know, Wanda, you know me, I'm so passionate about this. So let me just be quiet because I'm so passionate about everything and I'll just talk, talk, talk. <laughs> <laughs> no, this this is great. I, I love it when my guests can talk, 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 and you have a lot to talk about. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So... <laughs> so we were um we were basically sort of reminiscing about the uh the twelfth annual Powerful Women of the Bay Awards yeah. luncheon. Um when when you started telling me about Lanice and um <clears throat> and the group that she um uh, I guess uh, mentors or her organization yeah. <clears throat> that was the benefit, the tile uh, organization, the Institute for Leadership and Enri- Training, Institute for Leadership Enrichment which um a percentage of the proceeds went to from the last from the luncheon last week and I just wanted to yeah. go back to the uh, luncheon just really quickly and I wanted you to like just do a roll call like who were these women and I just loved it the way you know because it was a virtual luncheon that they all had um a uh, acceptance video and they were so oh, elegant yeah. oh my goodness it was so elegant <laughs> and then you had the really wonderful music and your MC um, you know, she was wonderful. Um, yeah, it was oh, really great. So I just want well, you to just it, sort of just bask well, in it yeah, for a I, minute I, I for those to, that missed would, it. Yeah. Well, I would love to do that. So first of all, um, 
Mary Stutt have been a champion in our community for a long time. She actually is an author, and she is the senior vice president of uh, corporate relations for Subatoban. I kept Biopharma. I kept messing up that name when I was trying to announce it. But anyway, it's Subatoban by Biopharma, which is really um, – uh, she's doing a lot in our community. She worked with Comcast for a while, and she's just wonderful. And everybody knows uh, Lanise Jones, and she's uh, the executive director for Black Women Organized for Political Action, Bawapa Training Institute, Leadership Enrichment. And we say Bawapa Tile. I love that. We also have remarks from Council uh, Member Treva Reed, which is, District 7, she was elected last year, November, and filled her dad's seat, Larry Reed, who I think was council member for at least three decades, I remember. And yeah. then... Um, he was he was I the think, institution. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And then we actually have, before I go into the actual honorees, I just want to give a shout out to Marissa Peters, who are uh, saying, I rise, which was beautiful. And it just shows different. You know, I'm glad that the video is on YouTube. That's one of my proudest work. And also church girl Michelle Peters uh, was our Mm. producer. And it it was a production, and they did a great job. And then we Mm -hmm. also had Sarah, who is Sarah Williams. She sings background for Legacy, and she also recorded her first CD uh, early last year, because I remember going before the pandemic. I went to um, Yoshi's for her release party. So she's just actually amazing, her voice. And we did one of the staples, um, one of our staples songs, you know, I Am Woman by Helen mm-hmm. Reddy, which was sort of like the staple song in the movement when they first started International Women's Day. So I said, Sarah put some soul on it, and it was absolutely amazing. So mm-hmm. our honorees for this year was Janice Evans-Page, which is a great friend of mine. She also was a former member of the National Coalition of 100 Black Women, which I founded November 5th, 1995. So Janice Evans-Page. Oh, oh yes. well, wait a second. You did? <laughs> yes, Madam. You did? Wanda, you know that. We did Madam C.J. Walker for 23 years. And I founded the organization. I'm the charter member. Well, I I was founding member when we started, so National Cause is charter member. I say tomatoes, tomatoes. But anyway, I'm the founding president of the National Coalition of Women to Black Women, Oakland Area Chapter, uh, November 5th, 1995. I can't name all of our founders, but off the top, you remember Brenda Wright. Um, she's a founding member, the late uh, Doris Ward, the late Dr. C. Diane Howe. Uh, we've been losing member uh, Ophelia Lone. You know, we've had like at least four or five of our members that have passed away. But Congresswoman Barbara Lee still champions our efforts, and she's a founding member. Uh, Cindy Hill, a dear friend of mine. Uh, the list can go on. Um uh, Doreen Anthony Bullard, uh, P.J. Herring. I mean, the list could go on, but we had over 50 members that were founding members of the Oakland uh, Bay Area chapter, and so she was a member, Janice was. And then we have Vera Moore, 
I'm pleased to say that she's the market manager, community engagement for J.P. Morgan Chase Corporate Responsibility. And J.P. Morgan was our signature sponsor for the uh, virtual experience. And then we had um, Erin Archichula. I, I get her name wrong. Uh, it's Archichula Tanda. And uh, if I got it wrong, but that's Erin. She's government relations and public policy and head of business and community advocacy for Square, Inc. And Square is actually a partner with the Open African American Chamber of Commerce. Got a bunch of workshops coming up here in the next couple of days around e-commerce. And I love Erin, and I better not be messing up her name because she actually sent me flowers the other day. So I was like, wow, I get thanks for doing the job. But, hey, thank you, Erin. And then we had Michelle Rochelle. She's senior manager, community relations for the Clorox Company. Um, council member Shane Tao, one of our newest and youngest um, um, council member, uh, city of Oakland. Um, and then we have um, Mayor Lily Mai, and she's the first, I believe, woman uh, mayor for the city of Fremont and first Asian woman. Uh, as well. And then mm-hmm. we had uh, Dr. C. Don Howell, of course, Entrepreneur Award, went to Sandra Bonner, president of Bonner PR. And then finally, mm-hmm. the Innovator Award was Brent, Brittany Doyle, who's a fine founder of Wise Health. And the reason I created the Innovator Award was because we wanted to give a woman an award under the age of 45. Like, Mm -hmm. I've been winning a lot of awards lately, which I'm thankful for. You don't give to get or you don't do work to get acknowledged, but I was honored, too, this year uh, with the Icon Award from Black Joy Parade during Black History Month, and Mm -hmm. I was so excited. Congratulations. Well, thank you. So, like I said, I'm just working and hope that, you know, God would keep us all safe, keep me safe, keep my family safe. So I can continue to wake up and do the work that we need to get done. Oh, and I would be remiss if I did not mm-hmm. mention she was not able to attend. But Desi Woods Jones, and mm-hmm. Desi Woods Jones, um, one of the founders of Bawapa, she's still an icon in our community, and we're just so thankful for her um, and all of the work that she's doing around the Wapatow Public Policy Fellowship Program. So there you have it, and we got to start thinking about <laughs> next year. Hopefully we'll be in person next year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was really, really marvelous because, um, you know, sometimes one gets Zoomed out, and even if the yeah. call is great, you just like, I can't do another thing online. I'm just like But the key to Zoom while we're out there is I understand when you need to do conferences and workshops. Um, keep it upbeat, you know, speak with energy. It's early in the morning. It's almost like everybody needs a hype person, you know. Come on, Kathy, let's do it. Come on, Wanda, let's get this show started. And so basically – you know, we can't like act like we're all on steroids or anything, but, you know, keeping the conversation lively. Um, it's hard to do breaks because people may walk away and not return. So mm-hmm. I, I do say that uh, we got a lot in our program done, and we did it with one hour 
and six minutes. And mm-hmm. I thought that was phenomenal. And listen, everybody, we did eight awards, and we still got out on time. The event mm-hmm. was from yeah. 12 to 1, and we had people, you know, we had a little glitch, but we got it together. We did Uber Eats, those that uh, purchased that ticket. Um, and several people emailed me and was like, I'm having my lunch now. So basically you were able to order Uber Eats, you know, make it fun. Like people have been doing virtual wine tastings, you know, and then you'll get a nice little box of snacks and the wine. And so you can have the snacks while you're doing you got to be innovative because one thing for sure, I don't know about you, my calendar is full, but I can get more done by not having to travel to business. And I think that even we miss each other. So, yes, we'll be happy to sit in a meeting. Whoever thought we'll be happy to sit in a meeting face-to-face because we've been so out of touch and we do need that personal interaction. But I will tell you that this Zoom thing, I think, may be around a little while Mm -hmm. even after we get through COVID because, People are actually more productive, and we're able to get more done. Like one week, I had like six meetings in a day. And then when it comes to the end of the day, I look forward to going to one of our black-owned businesses, getting me some good food, and then coming Mm -hmm. back home. And as they say, Netflix and chill. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I am. I wanted to um, to talk about, um, do you have a few more minutes? Oh, absolutely. Okay, super. I wanted you to talk about your CDA consulting group. Um, I was reading this really nice bio on Dorian Webb's website, and, uh, yeah, it's really, really nice. I had known you were um, a Southerner. Um, Sandra Varner is also a Southerner, and I am too. I'm from New yes, Orleans. Meridian, Mississippi. Yes. Uh, Everybody really? thinks I'm from the Bay because I've been here so long. Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But in his bio, which is, like I said, is really wonderful, and I link to it um, in, in the description, it says that you think big. <laughs> and it's a trait that has <laughs> served you well for decades as a founder of CDA Consulting Group an events management company yeah. in Oakland. And it says your creative showcasing of celebrity talent has made you the sought-after sought planner of concerts, fundraising galas, and conferences in the Bay Area and beyond. And no defining detail is ever too small for you to overlook. <laughs> the opening of a bank branch in wine country was anything but typical outfitted with bales of hay and live horses. It says yeah. that uh, you think strategically... Perhaps you always have, and and one of uh, Dorian's favorite Kathy stories encapsulates the clarity of your vision and your drive to see the objective realized, even as a young girl. So I want you to talk about growing up in Mississippi. Uh, well, it says your backyard was a gathering spot for neighborhood kids. Oh, yeah, that's a story. Okay, I have to tell that story. So I actually was on a show last week for Dr. Nikita Long. And Lakita was volunteering, and now she's grown into such a beautiful, bright, smart, intelligent woman. So when she was introducing me, she said, well, I have a funny story about Kathy. And I'm sitting there 
on the Zoom, like, what story is she talking about? What story is she talking about? <laughs> well, I'll tell you the story. When I was, I had to be five or six years old, and every time I would play house with my friends, it would be maybe about seven of us. And Wanda, I always had to be the mama. Every time we're in the backyard, I had to be the mama like they're the children, and I'm going to tell them what to do. I'm like, get that, right? So mm-hmm. this particular time, I go in my backyard. They're all in the backyard, all my friends, and they're standing there. And I said, well, what's going on? And they said, Kathy, we don't want to play in your backyard anymore because we don't want you to be the mama. You always got to be the mama. And I said, oh, no, 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 no. I don't have to be the mama. Everybody say, y'all can stay in my backyard and play. I don't have to be in the mama. They started playing. I went in the house in the kitchen to my mother. And I said, I need some money. And my mother said, oh, honey, I gave you money this morning. I said, I know, but I need it again, and I need it now. That's why I'm ruined now because she shouldn't have given me the money. But she gave me the money. I ran down the hill, and I bought seven big suckers. And, I mean, I was out of breath. I ran down there to the little store. Uh, it was on a corner right there. If, if some of my Meridian guys are listening, and you, his name was Mr. Ulysses, and he had, like, a little store. And I went in there, and I bought five suckers, seven, ran back up the street, went in my backyard, gave everybody a sucker. And that was when those suckers, you had that old plastic paper. They were so hard to get mm-hmm. the sucker out. So I waited till everybody could get it. I'm dating myself. But I, I waited till everybody took the paper off and waited till they all started licking. And then I said, who's the mama? And they said, you, Kathy. (laughs) (laughs) So what I would say to you is that I tell people, (laughs) I believe in being persuasive, but not so much manipulation if you want to see it. My thing was (laughs) I didn't want them to leave out of my backyard. And basically, mm-hmm. it's not so much as to always having control, but I knew that if they left my backyard, I was going to lose my position. So I secured my position. So I wish that worked in corporate America. We can give everybody some suckers and, and get the promotion that we need. So bottom line is, yes, that happened. Always been energetic growing up uh, in Mississippi, I used to love to dance, something that people uh, didn't know about me, but I actually used to do modern dance. And I I was in high school. I was part Mm -hmm. of this honors dance group group. That was the way, you know, of course, there were more white girls than black, and I think there were only six of us. And I aimed that from the time you started taking dance, that the honors was like the to-do Mm-hmm. So I competed for that and was in there. And actually, uh, at the Elks Club and all of the organizations, they actually used to hire me and give me a little check for me to perform. Like, people sing, I dance. Like, I can't sing at all. But I look at some of those pictures, and I think about, you know, dancing. But that was when people were like, oh, you're so good. And I never would forget when I first went to college. And they had the plans and they said, and they had trials, and I tell this story. And I said, 
I went down to the gym, and they were in there practicing, and you know how they do, and turning, and pushing, blah, blah, blah. And I had my little gym bag, and I quietly turned around and never returned again because <laughs> I knew my limitations, and I would, that was not going to work. So I was good when I was growing up, but I ended up doing so many other wonderful things like president of the Mass Communications Club, uh, worked with, even when they did planning, I have a friend now with that was a roommate, uh, Renata Powell. She lives in, in Atlanta now, and they used to have the Miss Jackson State University pageant, and I actually was helping to coordinate the pageant to tell my girlfriend, and I was, I guess I was always like this growing up, and I said, Renata, there's only two places. You either got to win or you got to come in first because I don't want to be embarrassed and I'm working behind the scenes on the production and I can't have my friend not coming in last place. And she said, okay, Kathy, thanks. We laugh about that to this day. Thanks for the pep talk. Well, needless to say, she won first runner-up and then she tried out again the following year. And I said, Renata, you know there's only two places. You either got to win or you got to come back in first. So we always laugh about that, and she actually ended up winning, winning Miss Jackson State Miss America at the time. But that was a thousand years ago. I don't like to date myself, but I say that being involved in even the kids, young people that are in school today, that it's always good to get involved because I think that you know education is very important. But we also got to make sure that we give back and that we're working to help people or you got something that you're trying to do. And I, even when I did my internship here at the Chamber of Commerce, that's where it came full circle for me. And that's why internships are so critical, too, you know, when you're in college, because typically uh, if you do an internship, most companies will hire you and you've already got a head start among others. So I do know that they still do internships, and I think that that program needs to not ever leave because it helps so many, you know, of our young people. So um, the energy that I have, everything that I've done, all of the things that I, you know, believe in, Everything that I have, I can't say that if it wasn't for my mentors, uh, Brenda Wright, my play mom, Miss Laverta Allen, who's 89 years old. She has, um, she says she retired, but she's not. But anyway, she has a, a third generational um, construction engineering firm, and her daughter, Shotzi Jefferson, is doing a great job, you know, as CEO. And then her granddaughter, you know, Bianca Jefferson, is doing a wonderful job, too. And she's a founder of that company. And they create jobs and they give back to the community. So it, it, it comes easy. And, you know, both my parents, both my parents are deceased. But I tell people that I get such joy when I think about my, my, my parents and particularly uh, my dad, too, because my dad was an entrepreneur because I kept saying, how did I become an entrepreneur? Because I said, I work for myself. God, if I don't make any money, I'm not going to make it. So I tell people that the whole time that I'm in business and I'm still in business now, I don't think about being in business. I look at it 
that's my passion. Because if you really had to think about your business, if you really had to think about that every day you get up and you don't go after a new opportunity, you know, you're not going to make any money. And I tell people you have to stay motivated because people would say, oh, if I was an entrepreneur, I'd be out in the backyard planting flowers. I'm like, yeah, I don't think so much. But what I do is I work every day. And if I decide I want to sneak off to the wine country or and have a long lunch, well, I've already decided when I get back, I'm going to give another two or three hours. And basically, I either work, you know, you work all day, every day, but I do understand that taking breaks, we have to do. One of my friends said to me the other day, she says, I'm taking a break and I'm feeling guilty. I'm like, girl, don't even go there. I said, we have to be able to take a break. It's an opportunity for us to take a break to just get rejuvenated, you know, get re-energized. So, yes, um, I'm taking, I'm starting to do more virtual events. Um, it, it To me, it appeared to be more work. The production piece is a lot, which is important to hire a production person. Um, I've seen these meetings and... You know, I tell people bringing on technology, you know, people freezing and moving around. So what I would suggest is that for people doing events, except for the things that, you know, you can't avoid being live, but just to make sure that you do as much pre-production as possible because anything can happen with people's Internet. It could go out. You know, I've done interviews and I've been so scary. So, you know, in a nutshell, I don't really like talking so much about myself. I just know that (laughs) I'm very thankful. I am always open to help people wherever I can. Um, People in the industry, they call us for referrals. We help each other. Uh, We call each other. Aris Guyton in particular, Guyton Events. She is a wonderful event planner, and uh, she's also a member of the chamber. But for chamber events, I've also asked, you know, had her to do events, and we learn from each other. So the good news is it's enough to go around. The, 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 the market is wide now in terms of events. And like I tell people, I don't compete with people. I compete with myself because I give over 100 and 20% everything that I do. So I stay on the edge and try to do, you know, as best as possible with everything mm-hmm. that I do because I put so much into it, put my heart into it. It's, um, yeah, it's a lot, and I'm very passionate about it. And I get called for events. I don't take all the jobs because i got to feel what it is. I've got to feel the cause. I got to feel that the people I'm working with are just as committed as I am because they got to work together because I just don't do stress anymore. I, I don't, I don't do stress anymore. If it even feels like it's going to be slightly stressful, I do the Michael Jackson moonwalk and I'm out of there. Cause stress mm-hmm. can kill. And with what we're dealing with right now with the pandemic, mm-hmm. I don't do no extra no more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm thinking about you know the modern dancer and, uh, and your your gym bag and you're like 
<laughs> don't think so. Not professionally, no, anyway. No, I, that's the fair. Oh, she's so great. Oh, that baby sure can sing. You know, and our parents be believing in us, but I'm like, help us find a craft that you know we're good at. But I actually was a decent <laughs> modern dancer. I still be mm-hmm. in here with my old bones, a friend of mine. I would always tease, like, look at me. I think I need to join the praise dance at the church. He said, Kathy, please mm-hmm. don't. But even when I'm by myself, everybody has things they do when they're by themselves. I'll turn on mm-hmm. music, and I'll actually dance. I'll actually dance. And I know it may be crazy, but as public as I am, Wanda, I spend, even particularly with COVID, I spend a lot of time by myself. And, you know, I'm not crazy. Most of my fans think I'm crazy because I laugh a lot, and I just say things like it is. And sometimes I don't put any code cut on it. I said, not every time I talk, y'all lie. Because, Kathy, you just keep it 100, and you say things that people think that they won't say. But, see, now, Wanda, I have to be careful because I represent the chamber, so I can't always say what I'm thinking. I don't want to be on TV and people chastising me. So, anyway, (laughs) I find joy. I I mean, I have my go-to circle that, you know, because everybody needs events. Don't get it wrong. Everybody, yeah, for the most part. I say 90% of the time I wake up happy. But I'm saying that we have those days, and I would be remiss, our dear friend, Ave Montague. Ave oh, yes. was yes. to me, and Ave was to me, whenever I do anything, I would call Ave, what did you think? And she'd go, oh, Kathy, it was wonderful, Kathy. You did a great job, and I particularly like blah, blah, blah. So when she passed away, it was really hard. But Sandra Bonner and I, both being from the South, you know, we keep it 100. Sandra beat me up sometimes, but we love each other. She's serious mm-hmm. about her work, and I she keeps me in check. But she's been that person. My other, you know, um, uh, mentee, Wellington Studio, Charmaine Wofford, you know, I practically raise her, and she does web development. And then Cindy Hill, who we're the best of friends, she has great marketing agency. But what I feel good about with her is that this is an opportunity for us to vent with each other when we're having a bad day and we need to confer with people. And everybody needs that. I mean, we have a lot of business coaches. But I'm also am a self motivator. I used to read all these motivational books and there was this woman back in the day, I need to Google her and see if she's still around. Terry Williams advertising agency. She was like the big guru to the stars and I was reading how she'd be on the phone and late, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I do that too. I do that too. So when I was reading her book, I tend to want to get motivated by everybody. And I used to cry sometimes when I would do events uh, back in the day, and I would go and tell Brenda, right, I, I'd go to an event. I said, Brenda, they copied everything about my event. And she said, girl, you better stop that. That's the biggest form of, of flattery. But I mm-hmm. used to say, oh, they stole all my ideas. So now I read these magazines, look at what people are doing, Look on some of these 
channels and stuff, you know, and um, I just get ideas. So basically at the end of the day, I was like, if they look at doing something, I'm like, that looks great. I think I could put a little twist on it. So we've got to mm-hmm. help each other. Even in the pandemic, I tell our businesses, it doesn't matter who's doing that. The Internet is big. You know, if clothes ain't selling, we got to be creative and innovative. So people have been making masks, T-shirts, whatever it is, people got to make a living. So we got to look at it, you know, copycatting or whatever they say, copycat. That's the biggest form of flattery. Now, don't don't copy exactly the same, you know. Don't do no infringement stuff. But if you've got some and you see somebody doing something, get your mind working. And basically, during COVID, if you didn't achieve something great, learn a new language or do something when we were shut down, you know, I did like a little facelift on my bedroom, which I love. You know, I just started doing some home improvements, you know, on a lower level. I mean, I didn't have money to do a whole bunch of stuff, no. But I just, you know, from painting and to new blinds and just, you know, Anything I can think of, new rugs, just general stuff. And, mm-hmm. you know, just um, decluttering. So we got to just make the use of our time because we don't want our minds idle. And, you know, I went to Market's bookstore. You know, somebody said, Kathy, why didn't you get audible books? And I said, I should have. But you know what? I wanted to support. And it still feels good to walk in Market's bookstore, the oldest black-owned bookstore here in the Bay Area, and to be mm-hmm. able to walk in there and walk out with a bag of books was nice. So I'm going to get to them. I really am. But I just feel good that continue to support black-owned businesses. And the final thing that I didn't uh, mention, not final, whatever it is, here I go again. Look, don't let me take <laughs> over one. So bottom line is also uh, we the, the Oakland African-American Chamber of Commerce also partners with um, – Derek Johnson with the Black Owned Project, and we kicked it off, you know, with 28 Days of Black History Month, but now we're doing 365 days. So basically what it's going to be is an opportunity to promote a new business every day. So we just got to continue to promote, uplift, and keep doing what we can do with these businesses. Like I said, looking at this news all day, it will bring you all the way down. But what you have to do is to look and see what can I do to change the narrative. And so we did an interview on Quan 4 just the other day. And so we do have a um, we do have a questionnaire that we're putting on our site, oaacc.org. And that's for us to do a quick survey to find out how many of our businesses, black businesses, are still in businesses how many will be in business the next three, six months, or how many will be out of business? Because, you know, we know that 40%, 41% of black-owned businesses nationwide have closed, which is close to 400 and something. Let's just say almost 450,000 businesses have closed. And so I don't have a definitive list like all businesses that have closed, but if you drive downtown, you'll get a quick preview of how many, but we're just trying to assess our black-owned businesses to see where they are and try to, you know, make sure that these numbers look the way they look so I can get that encouragement because 
It's not easy working, making, you know, raising a million dollars. And everybody can say, Kathy, you could do it, you could do it. But I had a lot of tears during that time. But I also know that people were rooting for me and they were encouraging. So I'm praying that God would do something amazing in my spirit and give me the strength and courage to start this, to create Resiliency 2.0. So we haven't decided yet, but I'm hoping that in the next 10 days that we will be able to do do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So does a a person have to be a business in Oakland to um, to benefit from some of these programs at Oakland African American Chamber of Commerce? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so here's the way that the second 2.0 will go. They have mm-hmm. to be a member of the Oakland African American Chamber of Commerce, and the members of the Chambers of Commerce are not all in Oakland. They're oh. in Antioch, Stockton, they're in different places. But you do okay. have to be a member of the Oakland African American Chamber of Commerce to apply. What we did mm-hmm. the first round is we opened it up for everybody, and here's mm-hmm. what I'm trying to kind of hone in on. We can't help everybody. But at least if we do it strategically, we know that we got over 350 members of the chamber. We gave over 200-plus grants. The first time, everybody didn't have to be a member, but if they got a grant, your membership fee was deducted. The more I think about it and to rethink this, we've got to invest in and people have got to be a member of the chamber or any professional organization. Because that's how you network. It's only $350 to join. That's less than a dollar, you know, well, let's like, well, like, look, I'm doing my math. So put it to you this way. 350 days of the year, it only charged you $1. We're not going to increase. Our dues are not $365. They're $350. So you're less than a dollar a day to be a member of the Chamber of Commerce. And I think that's worth the investment. So I'm hoping that, you know, businesses will join the Chamber. We're doing great work. Uh, We've got success stories to prove it. Um, We are action. We just don't talk. Um, We know that in the past, uh, maybe the Chamber may have fallen short, but I get up every day working for these members, working for the Chamber, uh, my motto, your business is our business, and our business is your business. Everybody got to step up, participate, take a leadership role, and you got to open up your mouth. You got to ask for what you want. I used to get mad when I was a business owner. They know the work I do. They didn't contact me. I used to cry so much one day. It was just terrible. And everybody think I'm this strong, big, tall woman, but I'm like a cream puff. But I did what I needed to do to protect myself. But I used to just go to my room and cry all the time. But, you know, I got stronger. You can't please everybody. And basically everybody's not going to say thank you. But to entrepreneurs, if they gave you a check to direct deposit, deposit, bill, pay, cash out, PayPal, Devo, whatever you want to sell, you got paid. So people may not always say thank you, but... Just get paid for your work so you can take the emotion out of it. Yeah. Nice. Good. Good advice. Um, let's see. I was wondering uh, to make sure that you gave everyone all of the ways that they could be connected. So could you give the um, 
the Chamber of Commerce uh, website again and give yours again, please. Uh, yes. Uh, the Chamber's website is oaacc.org, and for CDA Consulting Group website, it's cdaconsultinggroup.com, and it's only one G in group, cdaconsultinggroup.com. It's only one G. People will say GG. And then Powerful ebwomen.com that's for powerful women of the day if you want to know more about us powerful ebwomen.com right and and that's how they find um your youtube uh channel in with regard yeah, to being able to see the, yes so we have a youtube channel for the chamber and a youtube channel for powerful women of the day so it's uploaded and you want to see the beautiful event, 12th Annual um, Powerful Women of the Bay. Uh, we're on YouTube, Powerful Women of the Bay, and the video should pop up for you. Okay, cool. Is there anything happening now, any um, of your annual events yes, that right. people should be looking yes. forward to? Yes, I would love for everybody to go to our website. We have a newsletter with the Chamber that comes out every Tuesday, Sign up on our mailing list, but if you go to the website, oaacc.org, you'll see Tuesday newsletter. The newsletter is new every week, and you will see access to capital workshops, you know, how to apply for the PPP. Uh, You'll have marketing workshops. You'll have um, workshops on um, training, social media, you know, insurance, you name it. So our newsletter, like I tell people, it is not junk mail. It is a tool that will help you and make connections, and it's working. So go to our website, and you will find out all the different events that are going on, and uh, we ought to keep it moving. You know, Women's History Month, we've had several Mm -hmm. events there. We're excited about that, and the events will continue to go on through the end of the month. So check out our newsletter. It's all there. OAACC.org. Right, yeah. And with the, uh, since you're a Southerner, uh, with the events uh, in Georgia, and, and I'm sure you saw the way that they framed um, the shooter, like giving him some humanity. I'm like, well, if he was a person of African well, descent, it would have been, been all hard, the way over with. But, but I, you know, it's always hard, but even with what's happening there, and particularly what's mm-hmm. happening here, and, um, in uh, Chinatown and the attacks mm-hmm. on the Asian community, uh, the Chamber of Commerce, uh, we work in solidarity with the multicultural chambers, the Vietnamese Chamber of Commerce, Chinese Chamber of Commerce, you know, Latino Chamber of Commerce, the Oakland Metropolitan Chamber of Commerce, and we've been working together since the inception. And the Chamber of Commerce does not support any type of of you know, crime and, you know, racism and attack on mm-hmm. any communities. And I tell people why it is very, you know, different in how we speak on these because we understand that our black communities have been marginalized and attacked and we suffer from devastation as well. It's just one of these things, like I said earlier, uh, Wanda, um, one size don't fit all, but we eventually just got to come together as a community 
and to try to heal our community and just continue to, um, you know, pray that all of this violence will stop. We hosted our police chief about a week ago, and we're going to try to see if we can have him to come on monthly. And Mm -hmm. I would be the first to say I do not have all of the answers. I know that we stand in solidarity with the Vietnamese and Chinese Chamber of Commerce to support their efforts to stop the violence in our community. So that's one thing that I definitely don't have all the answers to. It breaks my heart, you know, when I see it, um, because I don't understand why. And um, all we could do is to do what we can and provide support. We all need to support all our communities and try to stay safe and do whatever we could do and report anything suspicious, as the police say, that you see is not working in the community. Mm-hmm. Because it's right. history. Yeah. My girlfriend's yeah, daughter got a gun pulled on her in Atlanta, got robbed gun for her. Luckily, they didn't shoot her. But mm-hmm. And she lives here, and her daughter lives in Atlanta. So we're all going through it. I think sometimes the media, you know, they do what they do. We can't control that. You know, like I tell people, can I have some good stories being promoted? But, right. you know, bad news, bad news sells newspapers, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Right. They don't want to yeah. hear what we We need to hear more about what we're trying to pivot. So definitely my prayers goes out to all of the, you know, the lost lives and, um, all I can do is pray. It's one of them subjects, Wanda, where I know how I feel as an individual. And, of course, I feel the same way others feel. But as a representative of the chamber, we always have to make sure that we work in unity. We outrage. We fight where we can. And we're going to always speak up for our people. That's for sure. We're not backing down for a fight. But you always got to look at the front, the middle, and the end because uh, you got to always fight for what is true. We got to always speak truth to power. But we mm-hmm. cannot deny what our eyes see. I'm just going to put that out there. Right, right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I see, I see that young Kathy with the lollipops still. You know, yeah. got her people in her yard. <laughs> Who's the boss, Kathy Adams? Who's that Man. right? <laughs> And I tell people, in the words of Madam C.J. Walker, and I I will paraphrase, basically she didn't wait around to be promoted. She promoted herself, okay? Sometimes we got to write our own script. And I want Mm -hmm. people to be encouraged. Yes, we're going through a lot. Yes, it's wrong, you know, the inequities that we deal with, yes, it's wrong. Yes, we feel bad. Yes, you know, with everything that they're doing, the chamber does have a pact. So I know that they will be doing what they can along the political lines, but the chamber that I work for, it's a 501c3, and we're nonpartisan. So. But we do have a line where when it comes political, we have the OAACC pact, and that is on our website. So if there's issues or concerns or you feel that we need to jump in on, definitely contact our PAC 
so that we can make sure that we're there to advocate for what's right. Because we know it's wrong. We've been wrong on a lot of counts. You know, reparations is hard. You know how it is when you're sitting up in here and you it's Black History Month and you feel that pain all over again that our ancestors have been. But like I say, we've got to come together as a people. That's all I can say at this time. We've got to come together as people. Pandemic is killing our community enough. And I urge people, take the vaccine. If not for yourself, protect your family and others around you. It's just one shot. Johnson & Johnson came out. They're doing testing in San Francisco tomorrow. I think that's on my Facebook page. I uh, think it's, um, it might be Third Baptist. And they're doing any age. So take the shot. Let's help our community get closer. Yeah. Wow. This has been such a wonderful conversation. We haven't talked in a long time. I don't think we've yes, ever spoken like this. We're usually again. talking about one of your projects. But this time we got a chance <laughs> to get up close and personal with Miss Adams. Like, whoa, this was so <laughs> marvelous. We're going to have to do this again. Well, this call me really, back. Really I'd love great. to be on the show, and thank you for all that you do, Miss <laughs> Wanda. Quite welcome. This has been really awesome. So I'm, I'm like, okay, I think I'm going to have to become a member of African American Chamber yes, of Commerce. Yes, you get oaacc dot org. Join today. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow, you're doing some really wonderful work, and I'm so happy that your path brought you to the San Francisco Bay Area. And and thank you so much for lifting up the names of some of our beloved uh, honored ancestors, like Ave, like Ave. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Yeah. I haven't heard her name called in so long. I miss. Well, I Ave. think of her often. Maria Montague. I think of her often. Yes. Mhm. Yeah, yeah, and then her her beloved son, you know, um, making his. I know. Uh, when transition. I heard that, I just said that was just too much. Mhm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, blessings to you and all your good work. Um, did did we cover enough? Um, anything I else think you wanna we covered share? enough. We're going to close <laughs> out the Women's History Month with the Women in Wine uh, event oh. uh, mm-hmm. next Sunday. We also want people to visit the Acomo Market, Black Cultural Zone, Live Relation Park, 73rd and MacArthur, there are a lot of businesses out there that are vending. They need your support and black-owned, you know, caterers, um, restaurateurs, all of the people will be out at Liberation Park. They take temperature, people have their masks, and um, it's safe to go there. Okay. And what are the hours at Liberation Park? Uh, I think they're from 11 to 3 and I think it's first and third Sunday. But just have everybody to go on to East Oakland Cultural Zone website. Just look up East Oakland Cultural Zone. They're the one that administer their Como Market. And um, they'll give you the dates and times when they're out there. They have a number of events going on. Absolutely amazing. And it's beautiful in the heart of East Oakland. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's that's a Historic spot right there. Yep. My mom. Well, thank mm-hmm. you, Wanda. I was happy to be here, and do call me again. 
Okay, I certainly will. <laughs> you have a good rest of the day. All right, you too. Thank you so much. You're welcome. All right, peace and blessings. Thank you. You're welcome. You too. Well, I want to let folks know that um, the uh, the play uh, Hieroglyph is continuing at virtually uh, Lorraine Hansberry Theater in collaboration with the San Francisco or SF Playhouse. Oh my goodness, that play is simply phenomenal. Whew, my goodness. I hit you on a whole lot of levels. I'm still thinking about it. It opened last Saturday, and I'm still thinking about it. I'm still thinking about it. Like, how do I talk about this play and not give away the plot? How do I talk about this play? And I'm still, I'm still feeling it in my my body. Um, my goodness, the cast is phenomenal. I mean, absolutely phenomenal. You definitely don't want to miss this production. And um, I'm going to tell you right now um, who is in it so I can call their names, all of their names. <laughs> but it's a, um, it's a Hurricane Katrina, um, post-Hurricane Katrina story. And... and uh, yeah, yeah, but it's um sort of uh what happens after that, you know, after after the um after the families are are flown out of New Orleans to who knows where in the diaspora and they land this, this in this particular family's case in Chicago. But hieroglyph in brackets uh, by Erica Dickerson Dispenza uh, continues through next week, April 3rd. So there's, it's on demand, so you can see it whenever you like. And the tickets are 15 to $100, so it's certainly affordable. And um, we have uh, a member among the cast, as I mentioned. We have Jamila Cross, who plays um, Davis Dispenza Hayes, uh, and presume from from the names that this is a true story. Uh, Sophia Fredericks plays Miss T, and she is the art teacher, uh, Davis's art teacher in the Chicago school. And in this particular class is one where uh, Davis is doing well. It's the only class where the young girl, um, teenager, young teenager, is doing well. And and then we have uh, Kare L. Moyer. He plays Ernest Hayes, and he is the father of of this child, uh, Davis. And he wants to know sort of why is she doing well? She was the top of her class. She was in private school when she was in in New Orleans, and and all of a sudden her grades are suffering. And and he doesn't know why. And he's consulted with Miss T, the, the art teacher. But he doesn't put much credence in in his his daughter doing well in art because you know how's she going to be able to support herself uh, with a degree in art, and and then there's Anne Marie Sharp Leah, who is uh, Davis's new friend, and she's really really good in in math, and so she we meet her as coming over to um, the Hayes's home to 
to help uh, Davis pass a math exam, and uh, and she invites Davis to a party so she can meet the kids, a Southside Chicago party, <laughs> where sometimes they they have they have some fights and and Davis wasn't feeling that, um, but yeah, some things happen at that party. Um, the play is all about oh my goodness, just sort of the lives interlocking and inter overlapping and and at the root of this, you know, we have the trauma of of what happened in the um the the subsequent flood after the hurricane in New Orleans and all of the death, the death in the flood, the death at the um um at the uh the Superdome yeah, and how how that affects this young person, and and all the while she's 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 drawing and she's painting. So yeah, so Margaret Hall is directs the uh, the play, and she does a marvelous job. And so the way that you get tickets is you have to go online to lhtsf.org for Lorraine Hansberry uh, Theater and. Uh, or you can also go to sfplayhouse.org, or you can call 415-677-9596, 415-677-9596. Again, it's, it's marvelous. Well, well done. Um, yeah, strong, strong work. And what else I want to tell you? Well, hopefully you got a chance to listen to the interview or watch the interview with Margot uh, last week. We had a talk. Or was it the week before last? I think it was last week, <laughs> and it was uh, really marvelous. Um, you can go to um, go to all of my my Facebook pages: Facebook um, at Wanda Sabir, Facebook at Wanda's Picks. Um, it's everywhere, so you can you can visit and listen to this wonderful conversation with the new artistic director, uh, the first woman. Artistic Director at Lorraine Hansberry Theater, and it couldn't have come at a better time. And then I was looking at, through my email, and gosh, I'm so happy we didn't miss it, but Celebration Arts, um, which um, opened its season with uh, Ntshaka Shange's Spell Number no. 7, has another has another play um, presently, and wow, you know, we could have we could have missed it, but we didn't thank goodness um that um got the information with uh from uh Dr. um Halifa Oshimare and um the uh the play is called Mojo and it's um it's uh, by Alice uh, Childress and uh it's directed by James Wheatley and James Wheatley is the founder and director of Celebration Arts. And so, unfortunately, um, you, um, you're you going to have to see it. You're going to have to watch it. I think it's tonight. Um, let me look. I think it's tonight. Uh, let, me, let me check the website. Yeah. Uh, I think well, I know it closed this weekend, but I but it's live. It's not recording like so many of these others are, and so want to make sure. And then the next one is the next play up is Katie Masala is host host the audition, which is a regular 
um, talk talk show, and it's going to be on Sunday, April 4th, um, 4 p.m. Pacific time. And um, let's see, where is, I'm looking for the times for Mojo, and I am not seeing it. Oh, ticket information, here we go. Ticket information. <laughs> okay. Oh, all seats. Oh, that was yesterday. Darn. Yesterday was a good day to go. All seats were ten dollars. Whoa, that's hecka nice. Um, <laughs> um, tickets are um, twenty dollars. Uh, general admission fifteen seniors, sixty plus, and uh, fifteen dollars. Yes, fifteen dollars for Celebration Arts members and SARTA members. Thirteen dollars for students. And they have group rates too. So, um yeah, and there's a convenience fee added to online ticket purchases. But you can um you can subscribe and uh you get six admissions for the price of five, a hundred dollars. General seventy five students and seniors. That's not bad. So so you don't so you can spend it like you like. And the phone number for celebration well, Celebration Arts website is celebrationarts.net. And the phone number there is 916-455-2787. The email address is celebrationarts, X with A-C-T period, A-C-T-S at gmail.com. All righty now. So now, (laughs) all that. So now I'm going to rebroadcast an interview with um, Albert um, uh, Mazabik, Mazabuku, uh, what? How do you pronounce um, Albert's last name? Oh my gosh, uh, Albert um, Mazabuku um, of uh, Lady Smith Black and Bazo. We uh, we had him on uh, in 2013, and um, and I think Singing for Peace had just come out. But it's a really, really wonderful conversation, and you've heard it before because I like playing things over and over again. <laughs> so enjoy. So um, I listened to uh, Lady Smith, Black Mombazo, singing for peace, uh, live singing for peace around the world. And yes. yeah, I'm glad that I got it because the the concert that I really loved. A whole lot of it's on the CD. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah, even your voice. I mean, even you're introducing, <laughs> you know, talking about the group and uh, its history and, um, you know, um, Professor um, Joseph uh, Shabalala's, um, you know, um, vision I mean, yeah. yeah, that's on this this on this CD. I'm like, oh, this is so cool. <laughs> oh, okay, things worked out so fine. Yeah, yeah, and then um, you know the song that um, his younger son sang, younger son sang last night uh, at the club. It's on here too, as well. Yes. Mhm. Yeah, and Amazing Grace, your closing piece. <laughs> yeah, 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 interesting. So, so yeah, it was it was it was really good being able to um to listen to that. Um but live is always better. So, mm, yeah, so um is this a new direction? I mean, you've always been been, you know, about peace 
but is this a new direction for the ensemble, Singing for Peace, um, around the world? Is that a new direction? Because I notice, um, um, you know, that, you know, the younger uh, members are, are taking, you know, singing, you know, songs and um, uh, the ensemble director, you know, he leave, he left the stage and then he come back. And, yeah, it's, it's, it's a different, if it's a different kind of feel for the group. Yeah, it is a new uh, direction, although we have been singing about peace, but it was most uh, the struggle. Mm -hmm. But now we are laying back, we said, we have achieved so much, so now let's celebrate. But in our celebration, so we said peace should reign, you know. Mm -hmm. So because we feel that the peace is needed all over the world, and then so also that's grooming the young ones in the group because we want them to uh, carry on after maybe we moved on uh, because we are not getting young anymore, mm -hmm. but we are getting beautiful anyway. <laughs> uh, <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> so it, this is a, a way of that because we as as you you know that we we wanted to build the school which was going to teach the indigenous music in South Africa. Yes. Mm -hmm. But the things didn't go fast as we like. So we said let's take the school to people instead oh. of putting the school there and then invite people to come to school. Mm -hmm. So the school goes to the people now. So that's why and then I we might notice the last night show that we were telling more history behind the songs mm -hmm. and also we chose the songs that has been a, a peace song that the, the song that has been bringing people together and in, encouraging them to put aside their differences and then sit down and talk and then make peace with each other because the only thing that we think is needed in this world is peace is peace in the workplace, at the home, in the community, in the in the in 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 people themselves. Myself, I need peace, and then the other one needs peace. So if that we can, you know, grab uh, um, that and then live that way, so our world will be a happy world. Mhm. Mm yeah. Certainly. Certainly. And then. Uh, I guess when you bring the classroom to the student in the way that Lady Smith Black Mombazo does, you don't even know you've been in school. <laughs> oh, it's, it's just so fun. It's, you know, the school people think school. Uh, I don't want to go. Um, but you know, when Lady Smith Black Mombazo takes you to school, um, you don't even. You know, you're just having so much fun. You don't even know that you're getting a lesson too. Until you leave and think about, hmm, um, oh. yeah, can you remember that song that um, uh, the younger son sang? What's his name? Uh, the youngest son, Tamsang, is Tommy. We call him Tommy. Yeah, Tommy, yeah, because his, his name has a click in it. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we have uh, Tom Salt here uh, <laughs> in the Bay Area. Um, you, you probably know him. He um, 
is a choreographer, and he was with um, the Serafina um, International Touring Group, and he ended up staying here and marrying and having a child, and and so he retired, and so now he's um, producing some more shows, and so anyway, um, so we learned how to to do that. So we know we learned how to pronounce Tom Sock's okay. name. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I know that guy. Yes, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So when he sang the song about um, what was it about? It was about how you know you should be aware of of you know of admirers um, or or um, us. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because all they want is just you know the physical pleasure, and then after that they're gone. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, but somebody's heart has been broken, but mm-hmm. the other one going. He said, okay, I had a good time, but not not both sides. Mm-hmm. So we said, no, this should stop. So if you are staying with somebody, be friend forever. Mm-hmm. So don't be friend for now and then tomorrow so you are gone because that's not a, the right way. So I love that song a lot. And then so uh, it's, it's one of those things that it makes me happy, especially in this area. Uh, at all in this performance and in, in, and also in this direction we took we we, we have we have taken now that is just take this direction and then I think we are going in the right direction in any way. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah. So we were going to talk today uh, about women because this is a uh, International Women's History Month and um, and International Women's Day is Friday, um, but. Uh, in South Africa, August, you said it's International Women's um, uh, History Month, right? Yeah, but is that is that uh, the South African one? It's a national, you know, mm-hmm. Women Women Day. In fact, but the Women Month also we celebrate the whole August. But anyway, mm-hmm. to be to be frankly and, and to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Women's Day is every day because <laughs> no one can move an inch except that women does something. Mm-hmm. So that even the life that we are here in this world we are praising uh, right now is because of the women. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you mentioned that, um, uh, that you know, women, um, you know, raised you and, and like your mother was working and you stayed with your grandmother and um, so you were able to sort of develop that feminine side of your your person in a way that men, boys and men are not always able to do because they're not necessarily have that kind of intimate relationship with a woman uh, who is a caregiver in their lives like you were able to. Absolutely. You know, the women has been uh, my everything. Besides that my mother brought me in this world, but they also brought me up. And my grandmother, so she has, she was wonderful. And then I don't think it's any uh, person in the world that can be a good teacher as women, because uh, I learn everything from my grandmother. I learn how to sing and how to dance and how to behave and how to be a man. And this is what I am now is because of the women. And let alone that my mother was the hard worker at home because my father was not a, a, 
um, it was not uh, feeling well anyway, and then for all his life, God bless his soul anyway. And I learned something. I learned a lot from him also. But my mother taught me everything because at home there is a culture that uh, the women, they have their kind of work with that is different than the men. Like taking care of a family is a women thing in our culture. And then that makes them work so hard. So I, when I... So I was still a little boy, but I was always helping my mother going to collect some wood from the forest to make fire and helping her getting water from the uh, well that we were throwing water from and uh, also grinding the mealies to be able to cook. And she also taught me how to weave all these mat that we use, and so many things. You know, the other boys, when I grew up, they used to tease me. They said, I am a girlish, because sometimes I used to go to fetch water with something that it's, the other boys don't do. Mm. And then I was even learn how to carry that uh, pot of water without holding it. Ah. I think, you know, so all those things, and then so when we were out on the mountain heading cows and goats and then I used to just cut the grass and then the particular one and then they found me making some necklace and some bangles with the, the this, those are the things that have been done by the what you call the women mm-hmm. and also I was playing the uh, the harmonica so the harmonica was very famous in in my time for the women uh, instrument. So I was so fond with it, and then so my mother bought me one. So I was playing all those things. So I was kind of you know different from the other boys, but uh, the most thing the other boys they admired to me is that I was musical. So mm. I even taught them how to sing. For instance, when I was nine years old, I formed my own group. Hmm. And then so we were singing so well and then winning the competitions. So the women have been, uh, you know, wonderful in the, in my life. So when you talk about women, you are talking about people that are said they should be praised every day, as I was saying, that every day is a women's day to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and you were saying that um, what you learned from your grandmother and uh, is not necessarily you know, like your children don't don't know how to do the things that you know how to do, um, which is and and you were talking about not just uh, I guess skills that have been passed on and and rituals that. Um, you know, one particular gender might know and the other doesn't know because, you know, the socialization doesn't necessarily, um, it's not necessarily um, crossing over like the boys don't normally hang out with their grandmothers, but you did. <laughs> um, and you know, you you would know your grandmother, but you wouldn't necessarily spend like the whole day with her, you know, helping her with her chores and learning how to do those particular chores and activities. So, um 
you were talking about, uh, you know, a project where you were going to try to start, uh, where you actually were going to start writing down and 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 documenting these particular um, rituals because if you don't, um, if they're going to go away when when you are no longer here. We should talk about that a little bit and how um, how you've been able to share with your own children and grandchildren now. Uh, a different perspective on what it means to be a man. Because when you said that your grandmother taught you how to be a man, I'm like, what? Like, how is that? Yes, exactly. You know, uh, you just um, mentioned something very important. That it is true that uh, when our generation uh, disappears, so we will go along with so many good things that we have never left behind. We we had a, a, a discussion with uh, some of the um, Larry Smith Beckham Basel members mm-hmm. backstage where when we, in backstage we talk a lot yeah, about good things. And then so, you know, I was just remembering that and then uh, oh, there was a drawing on the, on the wall so we saw the pictures of the beds, different beds and then so... I remember that, and then so we started to talk about the beds and that all kinds of beds at home. What what their relationship with the people, what they what they do, and then all sort of things. And then I started to ask some of the guys, especially the young guys, that there is any book that it uh, it has been uh, documented. especially the names of the birds in, in South Africa, which is written in our language, Isuzulu. So the names of them. And then they said, no, none of that. And then I said, oh, this is sounds like, you know, something that we have to do because when we talk about those things among the young guys, I'm talking about the, the guys that are in the group right now. So most of them, they don't know the the names of the birds. So I said, we should start it now and then writing it down and then write all the things about them and all those things. I even remember the one bird that we used to praise. When it flies, it flies, and then sometimes it flies, it just stands still flying. We call that bird Matelitelene. It's got some praisings, and then so we praise it because what it does, it's so beautiful. And then you, people leave everything they do, and then they just watch the, the bed. So I think that's the thing that uh, I'm going to focus on and try to do my best. And then so I, I know the other guys they will help me, especially the older guys in the group. Mm-hmm. And the young guys, they will guide my you know, because they will ask some questions, and then so that, that will that it will make me remember some other things. If something that I first forgotten, we still have people that we grew up with, and then we still have people that who are living in that farm. I grew up; those people I'm related to them. My cousins are still there, and the friends that we grew up with them. So the information is still there, mm. and then I can even go there. If it's time, I can take my camera and then take pictures. Although maybe I have to hire somebody, maybe a professional photographer. But it, it, I, it, that's a project that I, it just came to me in this tour. I said, ah, oh, mm-hmm. 
this could be wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. And then, you know, try to write about all the things that we have done as, as boys when we grew up and things that's going to disappear after we move on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was just, um, I mean, it was amazing. Um when uh, you all shared that this year, 2013, um, 13 is the 50th anniversary of um, of the founder and leader uh, Joseph um, Shabalala's, um, you know, vision for Ladysmith Black Mombazo, you know, and this whole, you know, new way of of, of musical tradition that he started, you know, the Iskatamiya. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, the the tiptoe. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, um yeah, and um yeah, it's just amazing. I mean, you know, nineteen sixty, nineteen seventy doesn't seem that far away, but it's like, yeah, I guess it really was. <laughs> yeah, in fact it's the sixty third this year. So mm-hmm. yes, so this year thing comes so far, so it's wonderful. And it's also amazing as you say when we look back to say yeah come so far mm-hmm. and amazingly so we are still going strong, people still appreciating our music and that's why we say that the mission of spreading love, peace and harmony throughout the world is still continues. So mm-hmm. we said we are blessed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that your song was the song that um was uh, accompanied um president nelson mandela's receipt of the um nobel peace prize that you all were there and you sang your song i'm like oh my goodness i didn't know that yeah you you were there yes. oh wow yeah, you were there you know i'm talking about in the ceremony yeah i remember when when we went there and then they said this place which the ceremony will take place mm-hmm. it's a holy place in their culture so there's no sound system allowed in that place Mm-hmm. You have to sing naturally. Ah. So they need no big speakers and all those things, all the instruments are there. Those things are not really allowed in the place. So we said, we said, this is perfect because we are going to use our voices. Mm-hmm. And then when we get into that room, so there's people who are sitting down or play, wearing a black suit, even Mandela himself, that day he had a black uh, attire, black suit, and then a white shirt, and then the bow tie, and he was sitting in the front row, and then with Mr. Black from home, all the other people there, and then so we start that song, because this is a song that was chosen to be sang on that, because the song, it has been a big impact for bringing these different political uh, uh, organizations at home to come together and then so we sang the song when we finished the song and Mandela stood up and then he raised his feet he said black power black mambazo mm. and he sat down oh wow it was very emotional and then after that he, he asked us to sing the same song on his inauguration in Pretoria mm. in Union building I remember we were joking, sitting in the Union building, and then he said to us, guys, 
that we, we in this place where we are sitting now, it is the first time the black person was allowed to sit down in this place. Even if you were working there, you were not allowed to sit down where we were always standing because it was it, it was telling you that this is not your place, you don't belong here. But they were sitting down. And then so we're joking, I said, if some people can wake up from the dead here, they will be amazed what they are doing here. So that was just a joke. And then we also, Mandela also, Dr. Mandela also, and he requested us to sing in his, uh, as we sang before he was sworn mm-hmm. to be a president. And then oh, you we, did? We, yes, <laughs> and, 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 oh, man, wow. So, you know, it's those things when you think about it, wow, man, to be in a ceremony is something that is beyond your 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 imagination, mm-hmm. beyond your thinking. But this song, this song, you know, at home, when we sing this song, everybody, all the parties at home, so they stand still. And then I remember there was a time when the fight was so bad, and then when they have their big rallies, they invite us to come and sing the song. Mm. And then the funny thing that when we sing the song, if we are in the other party, so because we mention all these parties uh, by their names, so sometimes when we mention the other parties, they say, no, skip that one, just stick on this one. <laughs> But we never listen to them with it because the song is for everybody. That's why we want to tell you, call that part in them because you, we are a brothers and sisters. Mm-hmm. Let's not kill one another. Let's live in peace. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's why I was so surprised when, you know, last year um, on the, was it the 100th anniversary of the AMC? Yes. Yeah, that you all were not there. I'm like, why isn't Lady Smith on the bill? I mean, I'm like, and you said because we weren't invited. I'm like, wow. I didn't even know that you had been in all these um, really yeah. historic moments. I'm like, wow. Wow. Yeah, Nobel Peace Prize, uh, you know, the uh, the presidential um, inauguration. I'm like, oh, my goodness. Mm. Yeah, wow. That's amazing. That's really amazing. But anyway, we we have you know we 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 had our share with sweets. I know, but that yeah, but yeah. the AMC that's Nelson's party. Yeah. <laughs> that's Mandela's party, you know. So it's like. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, so he's, he's he's home now, retired. So he's has been our friend. Mm-hmm. Also, the the president, and then even even the the, the former president Tabombe. We have. I I hope you might have seen this picture when I was in uh, Facebook. Mm-hmm. I'm not anymore. Oh, you know that was on Facebook. It was. Yeah, I'm not anymore. I was with with we were with uh, uh, our former president Tabombe, and uh, okay. he has been wonderful. We're singing for him everywhere where he goes. Mm-hmm. We're available right now. The the current president, Kajeshe uh, Gisazuma, uh, he's mm-hmm. been a good friend, and then every December we we go to his 
homestead in his uh, place and then singing. I'm talking about just last of last month, and then we were there singing with her. He was there, and then uh, wonderful. So we are good friends with them. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yesterday we are so blessed, you know, being mm-hmm. have a so much warm relationship with the country that we are living in. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, back to. Um, uh, you know, the women that we've been talking about. I also wanted to mention that I really enjoyed learning more about Lady Smith, Black Mombazo, when I saw the film Under African Skies, um, that you all are like, you know, that was the story of Graceland. And I didn't, uh, the director is uh, Joe uh, Berlinger, Berlinger, and, and you all are like so young. <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, you're as young as, the young members of the group now. <laughs> and, yeah. um, yeah, yeah, but you look the same. Your face, I mean, like, I can recognize you. Um, wow. And you all are, like, tra- traveling around, and, and and you know, Paul Simon is, like, he goes into the, you know, South Africa under apartheid and starts making all these recordings. I'm like, whoa, my goodness. And then, you know, he, he gets into trouble with, you know, the folks that are saying that, you know, people should boycott South Africa. Yeah. And and then when the tour happens, there's more stuff. And so it's really a great opportunity on, you know, to watch the two men, you know, Paul Simon, you know, this many, you know, recently, you know, all these years later, being able to have a conversation with a person who was over, uh, I'm not sure, was he over the ANC? I'm not certain exactly what his role was. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. He, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was uh, the leader of it. Uh, the, I think it was ANCU, the outside South Africa, mm-hmm. Dalitambo. Dali so yeah, he was, yeah. I, I, you know, that makes me very happy every time when I watch that uh, documentary. I said, oh, this is great. It, it, it is a happy ending. It's something that we like all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it was um, very well done. And then I saw another film um, uh, um, recently, um, the Pacific Film Archive. Um, it, um, it it had like an uh, African film festival in um, in February, and it uh, was a part of the um, uh, African Film Festival Incorporated out of New York on tour. And every year um, they have these really wonderful um, films that um, that we were able to see because of this great film festival. And this one film that I saw, you all weren't in the film, but you were in the soundtrack. I'm like, oh, I know them. I'm thinking to myself, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and and uh, and I think I think a woman is the director, but it was a film about that um, hotel in. Um, uh, in in Johannesburg, where uh, African people from different places in the uh, mm-hmm. on the continent uh, are able to live, and you know, a lot of times, you know, there's the xenophobia, so it's really hard for people who yeah. are not, you know, South African um, or not Zulu or not, you know, one of the main groups to even be able mm-hmm. to find a place to live and, and be able to be safe. And and this particular place, it's you probably know it. I didn't know it until I saw the film. <laughs> Um, you, but you know the place I'm talking about, right? It was a place that black yes. people couldn't live in yeah. before. Yeah. Oh, I just found it. It's called um, 
uh, Africa Shafted Under One Roof, and it's, uh, it's a portrait of the residents of Johannesburg's tallest building, and it's by Ingrid Martins. It was it was done in yeah. 2011. So you know that one, right, because your music's in it. I know, yes, I know that one, yes. Isn't it great? It's wonderful. It's very great. It's wonderful. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, speaking of uh, women as, as, as our topic today, which is a topic that makes me very happy, mm-hmm. uh, I'm so happy that he, so now we have given the women the platform mm-hmm. that, that they deserve because that's where they belong. You know, I was so happy, and then this time we were in Chicago. The lady came there. She is there. A high country from South Africa. She is a woman. Mm. And she told us this when we go to Toronto in in, in Canada. So there is a, 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 a high consulate there, and... Uh, when we were in Toronto, so she came and she met us, and it was so wonderful. And then she cooked us the food from home, and she reminded us so home. We play the music from home, we, mm. <laughs> we, we dance, and then all those things. So, and in fact, all the representatives of South African government in Toronto, it was only women. Mm. I was so happy. I was so happy. I was over the moon. And to see them, these these are the people that are running our, you know, um, uh, our country outside the country. Mm-hmm. And then the people that who knows about the, uh, the people that who have a compassion, the people that it, if you are going there, you need help. They know how to help people. It's so wonderful. Mm-hmm. So, and, uh, you know, to tell you the truth right now, if they can uh, maybe uh, nominate uh, a woman to run to be a president in South Africa, mm-hmm. I'll be the first one to vote for her. <laughs> and then I will campaign for her and go out and let, let's vote for it because I know the women, they, they have a good heart. And then so they will run our country peacefully. I'm not I'm not complaining right now, but I I know that they will do a great job. Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So um, in closing, are there any? Uh, you know, we have like these shout outs, right? We we call the names of women that you know. Um, you call the names of women that um, that you want to honor by just saying their names. Do you want to do a shout out to women that are? Alive now and women that have passed on. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. The first one is Miss Nkosazana Lamini Zuma. She is an, in Africa, mm. in a place that it needs peace so much. Mm. I'm so sorry. That makes me so, you know, emotional. And I, I just want to say, uh, God be with her. And then I know that she will accomplish so much over there. Yeah, what? where is she at in Africa? 
She's uh, in uh, right now. She's in. Uh, I think she's in uh, Sierra Leone. Okay. And then somewhere there, she's. Uh, she took a, a position of being. Um, a, um, a, a mediator or somebody that she, she, this is a, a big uh, a position mm-hmm. in Africa, representing our, not just representing our country, but she is the, the Africa and con, African uh, continent, uh, mm. the person that who is in charge for everything. Mm. So yeah, if you can go to maybe um, on. Um, Internet, so you can Google and then you, you can learn. Yeah, how do you, how do you spell her name? Lamine is D L A M I N I. The first name is Osazana. Lamine is Zuma. She has two surnames because she was married to our president, mm-hmm. Jacob Zuma. Oh, okay. You remember her? Yeah, I sure do. Uh-huh. That's right. Oh, okay. So, you know, she's in a very, uh, you know, uh, important uh, position, and then she's doing a wonderful and great job. Mm-hmm. So uh, we just say salute to her mm-hmm. and uh, many other women around the world that mm-hmm. have been, they are still standing up for our country mm-hmm. and our world and doing a good job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, well, thank you so much for this wonderful conversation. You're very welcome, my friend. Yeah, and um, yeah, it was good seeing you. And people um, who want to check you all out, you're you're still on the West Coast, and you'll be on the West Coast for a while. Um, <laughs> not not in the yes. San Francisco Bay Area, but on the West yeah, Coast. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Tonight we're in here in Santa Cruz, so we are going to Portland, and then we'll be there until uh, Seattle, and then going to Alaska, mm-hmm. and then from Alaska we're going back home mm-hmm. because we want to be in the coldest. Hmm. you know, plays and then go back home. So it's very hard. <laughs> yeah, and then you'll be coming back here, I guess, for the summer? or? Yes, we'll be back here in the summer. Yes, mm-hmm. we'll be back here in the summer. <laughs> I think it's um, end of May, June, maybe June, July. I think it's June, July. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and mm-hmm. then you go back home for a little bit and then you come back again, uh, or what? Yeah, <laughs> go back home. And that, then we'll be back maybe after summer, I think we'll be back maybe in about fall, maybe October, November, somewhere there, mm-hmm. and then going back and then come back to the next year, 2014. Uh-huh, yeah, and you have a new CD coming out in 2014, all original music. Oh, yes, absolutely, yeah. That's going to be excellent. Yeah, well, I'm looking forward to the movie um, about, you know, sort of like the backstory, um, you know, sort of how the men that are, you know, the members of Ladysmith uh, Black Mbazo fraternity, how you all came to be who you are. So we so we can so we can duplicate that. Wonderful! <laughs> I'm so looking forward to that too. Mhm. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So uh, my daughter's a, a professional photographer. So if you need somebody, she could help you out. Wow. 
that will be wonderful. <laughs> yeah. So, but I don't, I don't know how she's brave. She might be afraid to walk in the forest. Oh no, we've been avoiding the, <laughs> avoiding the snakes and the frogs and then the old the lizards around. The, oh no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, we've been in rainforest because we were in Madagascar and we were in South oh, Africa. Yeah, yeah, we were in Madagascar, so you know we were in rainforest and there were a lot of oh. creepy things. But you know, we 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 try to stay on the path and look. <laughs> Okay. All right. You take good care, Alfred, and thank you so much. And good luck on the rest of the tour and on your performance tonight. Thank you very much. And then you take good care of yourself. And then I'll see you in South Africa in August, maybe. Otherwise, Mm -hmm. just enjoy your trip to Africa. Thank you very much. Oh, you're welcome. I'm going to try to stick around. (laughs) Okay. All right. You take care. Peace and blessings. Okay. Peace. 